0: The word mummy came to English through Latin from the old Persian word mumia, meaning bitumen or asphalt. Lake Asphaltetes was the source of this highly valid substance, but you know today as the Dead Sea. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. Nope. What the fuck? What, what, it, why well, are you interrupting go on, me?
1: Gone. It, because it's been a while, so...
0: It, it's been a week.
1: Since we interrupted you? No, month. Oh, fuck.
0: Yeah. Never mind. I'm Rasmus. <laughs> and I'm here too.
2: I'm making up for the interruption by putting an awkward <laughs> silence in between it.
0: <laughs> that was <also laughs> awkward. I'm not sure that's helping, but sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Red, how the fuck are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Um, I've been super busy. I don't even know. I've done so much. Uh, finished patterns, printed a lot of. Uh, resin parts for the next project because it's a kind of a two-part thing um, and many other things but the main event of the week is that I had the stupid idea to start the renovation of my garage which is a. you have st- a garage? yeah I have a garage it's a stupid word <laughs> in English it's come from you like that. <laughs> because it sounds like me it sounds like it to me like when english and american people say it is a garage no it's garage it's a french word so uh
0: anyway and and then you export it to the world and we did what we pleased with it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah (laughs)
0: we we
2: have one it's to keep all the rust in one place from your car
1: no it's it's uh, actually (laughs) for my wife's car so uh, mine is sleeping outside but uh, hers is new which is all one year old or two maybe uh, but it's it's still brand new, kind of. Uh, so we, we put it in there so it can be uh, protected from rain and hail and UV lights and burglars and people and rats. So I had the idea to, which is a stupid idea, to do a renovation of the place, uh, which um, I started a few days ago by... Um, there is a, a lot of small holes in the walls because the people that would did the plaster they did it wrong so I had to redo everything. Then I will paint the ceiling, paint the walls, put new lights, redo um the ground. Yeah the floor? It's I'm not yeah but it's 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 like plain ground at the moment or just just uh Dirt? Yeah, almost. So I want to put some okay. something nice on top of it to prevent uh, it from being just dusty and everything. Mm-hmm. And when everything of that will be done, I will probably put a workbench uh, in the back of the place uh, with a sofa and an armchair and some light and have a cozy place where I can just read a book, work and relax and totally useless. but. I have a spare sofa and a spare arm, armchair, so I, I need a place to put it. So, so instead <laughs> of getting
0: rid of the sofa and armchair, yeah. you're fixing up the garage so yeah. you can store it in a pretty place e- and still not use it.
1: Exactly. So okay, I'm going I'm, to <laughs> make my, my own man cave in my in my garage because, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's stupid, and, but I like the idea.
0: Yeah, you're, you have a man cave, except when your wife is
1: parking the car there. It's, yeah, our car is very small. So I still have half of the garage free for me to do whatever I want when the car oh, is okay. parked inside. It's a okay. pretty deep space. So, yeah, but it's going to take quite long for me to to finish all of that. Um, because of money and temperature It's extremely hot at the moment And I, I started re- redoing these walls That I will have to sand before I paint them And it, I worked like three hours on that the other day And I was sucking wet It was so hot Even in the garage, which is in the shade but yeah, yeah. so it's going to be fun. It's going to keep me busy uh, aside from work for, for a few months. Uh, the goal is to have it done by, by Christmas. So it's I'm not in a hurry, but it's a, it's a fun, nice, cool project. And I did some research on the internet and people have crazy idea when it comes to remaking or doing a renovation of a garage. So it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of fun to see how far those people are at taking the idea like yeah. this neon lights and fridge and carpet uh, it's, <laughs> it's to put your car in it it's <laughs> why <laughs> but yeah so the, so the question is
0: are you going to finish it by this christmas or christmas in five yeah, years? Yeah, no
1: hopefully this christmas if everything okay. goes right i can work on it like when i'm free and invest some money when i have it yeah. um yeah so I, I don't want to to put too much money in it right now because only the, the resin that I want to use for the floor is probably three hundred euros for a bucket, and I will uh, need two yeah. or three of them. Um, yeah. So yeah, I need to save up a, a little bit of money to to be able to complete the project. But it still, it, it, it yeah, it's fun, keeps me busy, and yeah, all of that.
0: Yeah, because you have so little to do.
1: Exactly, yeah. Uh, but work is cool. work. Work <laughs> is going going cool, nice. Smoothly these days because I I sleep better and I I'm waking up earlier than I used to so I have more oh, hours good. in the day yeah. and that's that's great
2: so yeah it's been a good that week busy
1: great. and and productive so
2: yeah what about you guys yeah oh I I've, I've been fantastic I did a lot of the uh, for the environment today nothing of it <laughs> nothing of that was good <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. what it comes down to and that's why I'm a little bit out of it um, I basically drove ten hours with the car today. For a fifty minute conversation and picking up some test equipment, nice, oh yeah, that's exactly my dream job no there's uh yeah. cancellation of a customer short term there's some um let's say not not good communication within my company that happened mm-hmm. so um I basically spent all day in the car for nothing yeah. I mean on the plus side, I did see some uh burning cars, traffic jam um yeah people <laughs> that were close Wait. to road raging.
0: Uh, the French experience in Germany
2: oh yeah, 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 you can get that easily, <laughs> especially when the temperatures are as high as they are yeah. at the moment yeah so uh glad glad, glad being back, and other than that i I have been driving a lot, so i it's now getting to the point when I'm in my second week of nonstop driving to customers and doing long hours well, that, that's kind of where that like, goes a little bit to the substance, yeah,, yeah, you did catch up on podcast, though. Oh, I was actually really pleasantly surprised um, because I thought uh, that the Fools for Tools guys haven't had a podcast in probably the last, last three months. Uh-huh. And I it, I completely missed that they uploaded one. So I listened to that one.
0: When? Yeah, the, the, the one from a month ago?
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, the, that one, basically right? Basically the one from like three... The, it was before Maker Central. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't that. Yeah. I missed that was, something. It, it was entertaining. It was um, funny to hear. And... Uh, yeah, it was, was good to hear those guys again. Not much else than enjoying the good weather at home, spending time with the wife and yeah. Gardening? Uh, no, not not right now. Uh, watering a little bit, but I've cut everything down f- a few weeks ago. And now I'm just, I'm probably this weekend, if I find the time, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, like just mowing the lawn. Okay. But yeah, the, the big work is done for now, and the next one is going to be that gardening house or the garden house on top, but I have to find the time for it because we are, from like work and from uh, like personal stuff that's going on, mm-hmm. there's just not a lot of time at the moment.
0: Mm. Yeah, sure. Raz, what about you? I've been melting. Yeah? And time traveling, actually. Oh. Oh. Yes. I went back, this weekend, I went back to the 1200s, and... The area, the time around the Norwegian Civil
1: War. Yeah, I've seen that on Instagram. That was cool.
0: Yeah, I mean it's uh, the the medieval fair up in Hamad It's the largest one in Norway. Oh, nice. And for me, it's basically a small bit of vacation where the one time a year when I get to like get sunburned, I stay outside <laughs> and do some archery. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of it. I I brought stuff to sell, but I uh, neither did I. Get to sell it much, and also I didn't have much space to sell on, so it's more so like, yeah, that I didn't have to man my own booth, sort of just leave things there, and I can wander about and talk to people and be social and like do archery and help the kids with archery and all of that. Nice, that was my weekend, it was really nice
1: and relaxing. Have you seen some blacksmiths over there?
0: Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, which is a great story because uh, he is now doing his journeymanship this week. Oh, so he's on his second to last day and he's forging a Post vice. Wow. That weighs sixty kilos. Wow. Ideally, when it's done, and he's forging the threads, and both external threads and internal threads.
1: How internal? How do you forge that?
0: Carefully. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I we we can talk about that later on. Yeah. yeah. But he he did this he did a smaller vice for his end of school uh piece mm-hmm. two years ago, mm-hmm. and he's been like. Getting his time and making tooling and getting his time to produce. Uh, granted, I don't think the, the last two he made were as big as 60 kilos, but he managed to get production time down to being produced inside of a week.
1: Damn. Well and then, done. of course,
0: he wanted to scale it up and make it bigger. Yeah, of
1: course. For his tournament yeah. piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, nice. I'm really looking forward to see how that goes. If but, you have links
1: uh, on to pictures, I, I'm sure people listening to this podcast would, podcast would like to see it.
0: Yeah, sure. I can I can chuck that into the focus thing. Yeah, Although it's nice. not I think he has something on his Instagram, but I'll I'll dig something up. If yeah, not, sure. I'll cool. have him send me something. I think I might have mentioned it up before, but he's like a fucking good blacksmith. Uh but yeah, he was there uh just playing around, uh just bringing his medieval cart with a forge on it mm-hmm. and just entertaining people and doing things. Nice. And then this week uh as as you mentioned, Red, it's been fucking hot. And I have basically just spent the whole entire week doing office work, catching up on shit and updating the website with all of the products that I got a uh, two, three weeks ago.
1: Yeah, the ones that you already sold? Uh, well, new ones?
0: Yeah, uh, Yes, the grinders are sold, but there's a lot of accessories to it. Okay. So I'm chucking all of those up on the website. I got the uh, DC hairy, fantastical mugs and tankards that mm-hmm. I got from Heidi mm-hmm. up on the website. And I also got the scaling bananas from Jürgen. Uh, up on the website as well Yay. so cool. if you need the official banana for scale i do have it now <laughs> it's in cast aluminum and it's glorious Yep, yeah. nice uh but yeah i i have been waking up in the morning and going like looking out the window going no
2: nope, this is too hot what but like what 20c it's actually just 31 today oh oh yeah so you got some proper heat
0: yeah i which is why i'm having a wet towel yeah, on uh, at my back in the chair because that makes it slightly more
2: bearable. It's and f- if I
0: lean too f- forward too much, you can see the steam coming up. It's <laughs> it's horrendous. <laughs>
2: that, uh, okay. Says the guy that works in a forge.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing. The forge is lovely when it's negative ten. It's horrible when it's more than twenty. Yep. yep. Which yep. which is why I love it during Norway in winter because most of time in Norway, it's not twenty degrees.
1: That's why I don't forge during the summer. It's yeah. it's unbearable
0: yeah uh the worst thing is i have shit i need to get done about the fork i had this week of sort of flex time so mm-hmm. i took that to deal with all of the things i've been procrastinating for the last well a long while and hopefully i'll actually finish up all of the office work that i've been procrastinating basically for a year tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, a few other things left but including i realizing this is also me being kind of stupid, but I also figured out that nah, I want to be like like buying and selling like proper blacksmithing tools, like get them uh, into my shop so that when students come and get eager, they can just talk to me and get them easily. Yeah, good idea. Instead mm-hmm. of having to go off and have to like scavenge like the internet to get something that may or may not be overpriced and or shit. Yeah. Uh, and in that conversation, I was like, well, I could also just write up a sort of do's and don'ts and buying blacksmithing tools. Sort of yeah. what to look for, what actually makes a postwise, what What are the parts of a postwise that you need? Because often when they've got disassembled, uh, the mounting brackets might be lost, the spring might be broken yeah. and things yeah. like that. And when it comes yeah. to animals, it's more like, yeah, like here's some like, recognizable brands. Here's like what you probably should expect to pay. Here's what I've paid for mine. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing. To both to try to sort of lower the market a little bit, but also I might accidentally do that and end up becoming somewhat of an authority on the subject in Norway.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not like I want to become like Andrew Alexander of Blacksmith Tools on Instagram, but I don't think we have a person who fills that niche in, to that degree anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. You should totally should. Which, go which, for which
0: it. Is, yeah, but it's also my reasoning for becoming a proper blacksmith hoarder and just gathering up all of the rusty bits of metal I can find and pretend there's a business reason behind it.
1: Well, you be, you will be limited by the space that you have to store tools you and anvils. You say MVAs. that,
0: but the the, so the, the the shop I'm renting out of, did I officially say last time that I that got the moving? contract? Yeah, no, yeah, the, the, yeah I okay, think so. Good. Because I sent out the e- newsletter for it today and I was like, oh, I'm actually officially sending this out to the public and I'm forgetting that I have a podcast where I've talked about shit. So, mm-hmm. because this is not public, this is private. This is between friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything is secret and hidden and <laughs> such things.
2: Oh, that means you can't talk about it? Wait, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
0: My approach to NDAs is to not sign them and not use them and ignore them if I'm approached with one. Yeah. Uh, which worked really well because... I've not been doing that kind of work. Uh, But uh, the the lot that the blacksmith shop is on is divided into like the two brothers that owns it. So the one got the blacksmith shop, the other one got the old house. And the Mm -hmm. basement of the old house is currently not being used and it's got a lot of storage area. So when you say I don't have space, that's more of a, yes, currently I don't have space, but there's an opportunity to expand, which is dangerous. So there's
2: more weight restriction. There's not a ramp. There's actually stairs leading down, I hope. No.
0: No, it's all ground floor access. It's actually nice. more difficult to get shit into the blacksmith shop because there's a, a, the door is located in a pretty steep hill and it's a step going into the shop and down.
1: And your your friends will thank you.
0: We'll see. I have also ordered a power hammer now.
2: <laughs> nice. I'm happy for you. Sucks to yeah. be a friend, some, <laughs> some, some, Somebody please film that.
0: Uh, my, my wallet is smoldering just outside the frame of the camera. But yes.
1: Uh, (laughs) that's nice that's good news it will help you a lot
0: it is and then I also of course started to look for what's the price of an induction forge and then realized that I might get a really good one for like 2000 quid
1: that's not too expensive
0: no it's not so now I'm just trying to think of a reason why I shouldn't order one right away
1: there is none
0: well there is the one thing that I kind of need to like pay for the power hammer first technically
1: yeah technically but you know credits and Money yeah. and stuff. If you don't eat for too much, you'll, you'll, be,
2: you'll, be, you'll be fine. There's still the income from your OnlyFans.
0: <laughs> that
2: is true. That
0: is true. <laughs> Maybe I should crack that pig. <laughs> too yes, many pictures in yes, my yes, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Okay, anyway. Uh I I I did have some kind of topic today, and which is an awkward segue now, because the sentence I had in my head was how do you go about chasing unicorns? Yeah, and my thinking was kind of twofold. One was you have all of those like uh pieces of especially like pretty wood that you save for that special project mm-hmm. or uh, or for that matter, like a bottle of good wine or a bottle of uh brandy or something, and you're like yeah. you save it for a very special occasion. Mm-hmm. But why? <laughs> Why not just yeah. use yeah. it? I mean, when it comes to alcohol, it's of course like it. It, it's be- it tastes better when you drink it and not have it on the shelf. Depends.
1: Depends on what alcohol you're talking about. Oh. There's a lot of wines that are not made to be yes. kept.
0: Yeah, by all means, by all means,
2: white wine. <laughs> Do you have something against white wine? Yeah. No, but it's it's you you can store it for long periods, or so you're not supposed to.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was some That one actually
2: of... goes bad. Red one gets better. White wine actually goes bad. Not usually. all of them, but,
1: but yeah, most. yeah. Some some of the red wines are also designed to be to be consumed very quickly. But anyway, yeah, I understand. But yeah. it, 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 c- can you define define unicorns a little bit more? Uh, well, I can take the
0: other half of it. Yeah. Another is. Kind of, I mean, this, especially for me, used to come from a lot of that photography thing. Of, It was so much more interesting and exciting to travel to a far off place and take pictures instead of just trying to take interesting pictures where I already were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, well, if I'm just looking to practice to take cool pictures, why the fuck do I need to travel on vacation halfway around the world to do that? Excitement. Yes, by all means, but isn't the joy of just taking the pictures?
1: I mean, I bet Jan will answer that probably better than me. That, but because he's more into photography than I am. But what I could say right away, listening to the topic or, or your proposition, is that in order to accomplish something and to get into an activity, you have to be excited for it. And if you try to practice photography by just taking pictures of your kitchen, or your shop, your car, your dog, you won't get the same excitement than <clears throat> the one you have when you, you go far abroad to take a picture of the Statue of Liberty or the Niagara Fall or uh, the Great Wall of China or whatever. Because just being there is is such an adventure yeah. that the taking the picture of your travel is not only practice, but it's also a memory and something that you will keep forever.
2: I, I disagree, though. Yeah, when it comes to that you can. with the pictures, yes, because there is actually stuff in my house that I want to photograph, but I always keep that for a rainy day when I can, when I'm not able to go out and shoot pictures outside because mm. the weather is bad. So there's some the, some techniques I want to try where I can do like furnitures and play with light that go through a window mm, or yeah um yeah. with, with different lamps and like a controlled lighting like in a studio that I can do here. But I haven't done it because I want to save that for a rainy day. And this is where I absolutely get Rasmus with chasing unicorns. The same with like a nice... I have some nice pieces of um wood down there like stabilized that I got from a gator mm-hmm. at one point. And I have not used it within like the last four years because I don't think that my skill is at that level. But when is the point where I'm not saying the stuff that it's going bad but at one point you have to do it mm-hmm. and I've been itching so many times and not allowing myself to either like take the pictures or work with a piece of wood like that and um yeah I don't really have an answer on 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 how to do that
1: do you do it though when it's raining do you take the time to take the to
2: practice the photography just as you said no I sit here and watch youtube yeah. no, <laughs> just kidding. I, I i did not I did not have a um A moment since I started making pictures where I felt the need on pursuing that. Because even right now, there's still those bad weather shots, like where I like to go out, even if the weather is bad. Mm -hmm. And I look for like neon lighting or like reflections in water puddles when the rain Mm -hmm. is coming down and moody pictures. So I have not explored it yet. So it's kind of contradictory, but still kind of, I would feel bad doing it on a good day at home. So this is why those all all day where there's a little bit of light, I don't allow myself to take those pictures, even mm. if I feel like doing it. And a lot of the ones with bad weather, I either go out in the bad weather or I don't feel like shooting. Mm. So this is the yeah a level you have to find when it comes to that.
0: But is that something you feel like you're struggling with? Or is that just the way you like to do it, so to speak?
2: Mm, I think it is. it comes together with both. Yeah. Because I like doing it, it becomes a problem. This is why I keep hoarding stuff. This is why I yeah. have like nice stuff and, um, and like a nice piece of leather that I have laying around that I have not used. This is exactly the reason because I always feel like, oh, I'm I'm keeping that for later. Hmm. This is why I like food because food goes bad at a point. I look at the expiration date and I go like, <laughs> yep, it's time to eat that. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I wanted to save it for a special occasion, but well. <laughs> especially me, <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> like the the date on the package says the special occasion was two days ago. So <laughs> dig in. <laughs> I actually do if there's a time restraint behind it or something that I that has to be used up. I'm especially thankful for those things because they get me to do something. Yeah, yeah. I need the pressure behind it.
0: There's there's a sentence. I think it was Ansel Adams that said that. I might be wrong. It, at least it it was said in a photography settings. A lot of people travel to take mundane mundane pictures of interesting things instead of taking interesting pictures of mundane things.
2: Mm I uh, 100% agree with that.
0: Yeah, and I I mean, I think you can extrapolate that into making as well. Where, like, Mm -hmm. you can make a really, really advanced and, like, intricate piece of furniture, but it could look boring. Or you could take something like a cutting board or a birdhouse... Or something, and make it really, really intricate and beautiful.
1: Yeah. yeah, Agreed. 100%. And I think
0: there's like a certain difference in skill level to both of those things, and I would argue that the one who makes the simple things look interesting is better.
1: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that one is better than the other, and and I'm not sh- even sure that skills is involved unless you call creativity skill
0: i would i would say it's at least something you need to learn and practice yeah here. definitely
1: learn learn I, I don't know you can improve it i i know people who have zero zero creativity and and i'm absolutely convinced that they will n- never learn it have you
0: met any kid under five or under six without creativity
1: no but that's something
0: so everybody has creativity at some point
1: at some point but if we are talking about makers and and adults i'm convinced that some adults have Given up on their creativity, and and have currently known. I'm. I think that they can regain it, but they have to to try. So learn. Yeah. Okay. But it, for me, it's not learn. It's like it, regain something that they have lost, and they can improve it. Mm. The point being is that uh, I don't uh, creativity. The idea, the imagination, is just the, is the only limit that you can impose, impose yourself like making a boring cutting board into a piece of art is just the idea that you have about the thing that you want to create and the time you take to make it happen the the um just to take a quick example when i my very first project of leatherworking was a vambrace. It was a small piece, quick and easy project. It took me a few hours to do. It. The second one was a full set of armor, something that I had never tried, something that I, I was I really wanted to try. And yeah. um, it took me a few months to, to, to make it. And people are like, oh, that's some people who have seen it told me, Oh, that's great. And and couldn't believe that it was only my second project. The point is, if you have the idea and you are Um, you have enough motivation the skills that you you currently have to complete a project has nothing to do with the difficulty of the project itself it's how much time and effort you will put into it to make it happen if that makes sense yeah no right
0: Mm -hmm. i mean that isn't that kind of at some point you're just following a recipe and it's just ability to read the recipe and overcome the mistakes you make along the way
1: yeah possibly but if, if you don't have I I I've, I had no for again to this for the set of armor I'm talking about I had no recipe I had two pictures of the armor from a video game and I had to make everything up by myself so the pattern was was made on the spot and I, I came along with a lot of problems doing the making of this armor but that's how I developed my skills So the only limitation that I had was the goal that I I imposed myself and the will to make it happen. So I had both. It took me a long time. But along the way, I learned a lot. So the skills is not a requirement when you start the project because you will gain it along the way. See what I mean? Yes.
0: And I do agree with you. But I've also known people who have made beautiful bits of whatever following mm-hmm. a recipe. And it looks oh, yeah, super sure. boring because all they did was just follow the recipe.
1: Yeah, oh, I absolutely agree with that. If you don't have the spark, if you have, don't have the creativity, the inspiration, or just the, the little je ne sais quoi,
2: as as they say <laughs> in English.
1: Oh, don't uh, come it, here with your would... fancy French.
2: <laughs> it will look boring, for sure. Just, just to throw that in, it also is it kind of, Depends on what you want from the project. Like if you, for for example, you can take a plain like mild steel and make a beautiful knife blade with carvings Mm -hmm. out of it. And you can take a piece of Damascus and make a nail.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I have seen people do that.
2: And, and it's, yeah, but, and that's what I mean. It's not, everybody would say, it's like, why didn't you use the Damascus for the blade? Like the amount of work you put in, but maybe that's what the person wanted in that moment yeah it's just like it, it doesn't make it a bad thing this is just quality like i I, for just coming up with it like i think a nail out of damascus is kind of like a cool idea probably not what i would use damascus for if i would have some because i would cherish that but it's exactly that yeah. somebody can take a really nice piece of wood and just completely like make a really simple wooden ball out of it without mm-hmm. any just a plain old ball but because of the wood it showcases the wood. It makes it more beautiful. It doesn't have to be the, the ones with the like carvings and different um, techniques in yeah. it and everything. Just it can be a simple bowl, which is a beautiful piece of wood. And this is kind of where I'm going back and forth because I have some of the stuff I have down there where I contemplated about. There's something where my skill level is enough to make it. Mm-hmm. I, when if, when I put on like if I'm careful and I put a lot of time in it, it's gonna turn out. In my eyes, it's gonna turn out beautiful because for. the my ability and I have a nice piece and I'm going to be happy with it. Everybody else would look at a piece of wood that I have down there and go like, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> like, you should be crucified. Like, this is something I'm never going to make a video it because I know this is something people lose would lose their shit about.
0: <laughs> oh, but then you should do it and you can live off the YouTube fame on
1: controversy. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. That's not the kind of fame I want. <laughs> I agree with you, Jan.
1: It's it, People... I think people tend to mistake uh, the complexity or the difficulty of a project mm. with how beautiful it is. Mm. I mean, I uh, take take Japanese aesthetic, for example. Yeah. The simplest it is, the mm. more the, the more beautiful it is in the eyes of a Japanese person, right? It has to be simple in order to be beautiful. If it's complex, if it's symmetric, symmetrical. It's not. So the aesthetic in, in Japan and in France or Europe are very different. The idea is very different. So you don't have to make a very difficult, intricate, complicated project in order to make it beautiful. As you said, yeah. when I made the, this, the two uh, wooden balls that I made for uh, my um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla game, it mm-hmm. it's just two pieces of wood that I turned into balls, and I was super happy with it because the yep. the the wood that I used made it beautiful. It was simple design, but I was so happy with the result because it was like I made two identical first first time I was doing that with balls, so I was really happy, mm-hmm. and and yet it was very simple. So it it really depends on. The project, the purpose of the project. Again, as you said, Jan, when you see a blade made out of Damascus, it's like, wow, it's very intricate It took a lot of time to make and it's beautiful. Why is it beautiful? Uh, I personally prefer a plain blade, shiny blade with, a perfect, with perfect lines instead of a Damascus blade. I can recognize the work that went into it but that's not mm-hmm. according to my own taste that's not what I prefer I prefer a simple blade with nice nice curves I I recognize the work in the curves in instead of into the damascus making part of the process
0: mm-hmm. I'm I'm very much with you there that and also especially when it comes to blacksmithing Mm-hmm. It is so much more difficult to make something look clean, easy, and simple.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you are swinging a hammer and making and forging something flat
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: that are really long and tapering and curving and all of that. Like maybe not it maybe not talking about the blade, but if we can forge something that is really nice and flat and beautiful, but it has no embellishment on it. It is just, just a-, a good eye and a line flowing. Mm. And without any extra dents or divots, I just mean, a perfect is... nail.
1: Yeah, just a perfect straight nail with a perfect tipper. That's enough. That's beautiful work when yeah. it's perfect.
0: But it's fucking difficult.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially <Absolutely>. a nail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the 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 question is more about what you expect expect about the process and the project. Chasing mm. unicorn can be nice. I mean, you can decide to go in a different country, meet someone that you've never met, ask him to show his process and enjoy it and learn it. And it will be a completely different experience than doing the exact same thing in the, next, the village, village next to you. Mm. The technique is, is more or less the same. The adventure is completely different. So what will you gain from chasing unicorns, going far abroad? to Do the exact same thing that you could do twenty kilometers from home the expense the adventure,
0: yeah, I mean I guess it comes maybe more down to if you're looking for inspiration or you need some influx of creativity mm-hmm. or whether you actually just learn need to learn the skill mm-hmm. or change yeah. of
2: pace yeah yeah i mean if you if you have photographed going back to the photog- photography, mm-hmm. everything around your hometown. You can use those techniques you learned there on your vacation and bring a new perspective to it, a different environment. Uh, For example, I have to admit it, I I thought it was stupid before, but it's actually true. When we went to Thailand, the light is different. The warm evening light is phenomenal. And suddenly I remembered how it was uh, back in when I was in LA or in California just like those those warm golden tones. And it's like, oh, that's why they're going all nuts about Kodak 200 gold mm. because it gives that goldish-brownish tint to it. Like, yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't shoot it in the wintertime or like here, but it, over there, it was absolutely made sense. Also, what also goes in, if you're making pictures when you're somewhere else in another country, not all of the pictures always have to be for that Instagram shot or the picture. Sometimes it's just feelings you have while you're doing that yeah. and you shoot a picture analog and you feel the moment for it and you have that you don't have it directly on your cell phone to go through it so you go home you develop it and you look at the pictures and you are back at that place where you shot that picture and the feeling comes back hmm. that often happens to me and for some strange reason only with analog if i pull um pictures from my cell phone and I look at him on my computer, I never get that feeling like the one, because I know I was holding the camera, I was composing the shot at that moment, I was pulling the trigger on it, I developed it, I was hoping it would turn out, and then I have that that picture.
0: I guess there's a lot more uh, investment and forethought when it comes to analog, that makes the moment sort of captured. Yes, it's more just special. freaking
2: expensive. <laughs> you yeah, don't want to yeah. waste the money. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and It's, it's always the same been. with any good work piece, too. You could say like translate that for the amount of work you have to put in and the the, the cost of the initial like the investment. You could say that about some like Damascus steel if you haven't made it yourself or a good piece of wood. It's just the price of it.
0: Yeah, that's true. But uh do you Jan ever find yourself not taking a picture because that might
2: spoil the moment? Yes, of course. Yeah, it's it's getting more like that. It's, uh, especially when I'm on vacation with Steph, I don't want to make a picture every like 10, I don't know, like 10 minutes. I'm not talking about
0: like all the time. I'm talking about this is a fucking special, amazing moment. I know what
2: you're you're talking about. Yes. when When you're sitting on the beach and you have that perfect sundown going through. And of course I could set up a camera or try to make a picture of it. But this is the moment where it just stays put and I'm just enjoying the moment. Yeah.
0: In in that case, you could be lucky, and you could come back the next day, and you could get that shot. That would look, for all intents and purposes, identical to the one
2: moment you had. It, it will never be. It would never be as good. I, it will I never know. be
0: as good. But uh, I'm asking because I I came to remember um, a scene from the movie The Secret mm-hmm. Life of Walter Mitty, mm-hmm.
2: Ben Stiller movie. Okay, I don't know that one. Great movie.
0: Because at some point he is with a National Geographic photographer up in the mountains. Shen Pen. Say again?
1: Shen Pen. Yes. He's playing the the photographer.
0: Yeah. Uh, And he's been spending weeks or months or something stupid looking for a snow leopard up in the Mm -hmm. mountains of the Himalayas or something stupid. And he finds one and he sees it and he decides not to take the picture.
2: Mm Okay. Okay
0: because it was such a special moment for him that he wanted to remember it inside his head mm-hmm. and not through the camera
1: yeah that that's i've i've seen that movie a, a long time ago because it's it's uh, probably f- it. 10 years or 15 years ago it's a great movie you should definitely watch okay. it i mean yeah.
0: you need to be able to stomach ben Stiller, but i find it Super amazing.
1: Yeah, but it's not a comedy like a Ben Stiller Ooh. comedy where is is stupid and and stupid. No, and still cheap Ben Stiller a it's, lot to ask.
2: No, no. <laughs> yeah. but it's, it,
1: uh, uh, imagine it's Tom Cruise or someone different. It the, the movie yeah, yeah. is good enough for itself to be to be watched, and you will pass okay. Ben Stiller. Yeah, no problem. I After don't have an issue with Ben minutes. Stiller.
0: I just know some people do, and I love that movie just because of. I was just are we turning into movie podcast? This is weird. Uh, like someone okay. else we know, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a fun, lighthearted movie about a very serious thing. Yeah, And it's also so inspirational mm. how he like travels and discovers himself and adventures and the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And
0: come to think of it, it might be some of the same enjoyment I have from Indiana Jones. That adventure feeling without yeah. all of the yeah. Nazis and the killing. Yeah. It's just drunk Danes, though, so it's almost the same. <laughs> yeah.
1: no, it's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. definitely need to watch it. Um, but, but what you just said is very interesting because that's something I decided to do a long time ago. Like, when I, when I visit a famous place or when something interesting is happening, when I go to a concert or whatever, I don't take pictures mm-hmm. anymore. I want to remember the moment and I, I'm, I doubt my memory, but I kind of trust it enough to know that I will remember that moment as it was. And me leaving it instead of brandishing, brandishing myself on just to take a fucking picture that I will yes. never look at yeah. again, ever in my
2: life. Concerts are a great example for that yeah. because I seldom, um, make videos and like maybe like one short one or like a short picture mm. for the like obligatory oh i want to see it but then that's it because i don't know did you ever take the time to look around like if you're purely concentrating on the concert and suddenly yeah. you look around and you see every other pe- uh, person on their phone yeah filming making pictures shooting and i bet if you ask them afterwards how the concert was they's like oh great look here yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and holding holding the cell phone in your your face and it's like no no like how what, how, what did you feel while watching the concert like not yeah. much because they've been basically they could have watched it on TV they've been looking at through their cell phone screen
1: try to raise a kid and it's the same thing the day your kid will walk for the first time what do you want to remember your kid walking or you taking a picture of your kid walking yeah. that that's the important moment of your life. Shouldn't be taken into a picture. You don't. You don't need that to remember that it will. I don't want to say scar you for life, but that's the idea. It will imprint in your in your soul so strongly that you, no picture will will come to the will be up to the memory.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it. It's also. Like you mentioned, our memories are faulty. And every single time we remember something... Sure, that's why we we still take pictures. Yeah, yeah, but it's a difference between taking the picture to trigger the memory you have and trying to create memories through the photograph.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right what you said. The other day I was sorting up up some pictures on my computer. Uh, Turns out. I uh, surprised myself by watching a picture that I took like 10 years ago to have the exact same feeling mm. that I had when I was taking the picture. I had the smell, I had the, the sounds, I had everything, just like I was back at that specific spot uh, back in the days. So that's why I keep making pictures, taking pictures. But when I know that something important is happening, I don't want to be that guy behind behind the, the camera. I want to just be able to enjoy the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a personal choice. And and I, I don't blame people for taking pictures when they are going to a concert or when they are filming their kids, because that's very important as well. That's something that you will treasure. But it's but... why they
2: are photographers.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, no, no, that's I why mean,
2: it... this is like... For you, you are at the concert, you're you're able to enjoy the concert, and afterward, you can either look in the music magazine where they print it, or of the photographer, of the the festival, or thing. Um, Not even buying the DVD, but looking at the photographs, because they are not shot by you, they're shot by somebody else, a a different perspective, but then you can find the moment that picture was taken mm. because you know if they like if there's a guitar riff yeah. the singer in a different pose and you know oh i remember that because i was in a stage like that helps Jugs your memory if you're looking at pictures that you shot yourself out mm. of the position you were standing at that's i don't know that, that that doesn't give anything to you that's that's my personal thought on it and this is kind of what i um think about the, going back to the chasing unicorn thing but it helps like if you look at a picture, a photographer shot, or if I look at the nice piece of wood I have laying down there, I'm thinking about all the projects I would like to do with it. Kind of what I was aiming for. And maybe I'm not comfortable enough to do it with that piece of wood, but it jogs my memory and it gives me creativity because I think about what nice things I could make with it and I suddenly get new ideas. And I'm probably not going to use that nice piece of wood with a new idea, but a different Mm. piece of wood.
1: Yeah, yeah and I have some news for you. Something I, I told my, my kid the other day because he didn't want to go to bed because he wanted to do more stuff because that's the way kids are. And, <laughs> and that's the yeah. way you are. And that's the way I am. And that's the way <laughs> he learned it from he, his yeah. dad. So I don't want to go to sleep. I still have this much to do. And he was like, yeah, i yeah, the same. I'm a kid. I need to go to bed. But please, dad, one more game. No. But I told him there is a tomorrow. And in the same way, there will always be another piece of wood. Yeah. So the one that uh-huh. you are keeping for the project, why the fuck do you keep it? Why the fuck do I keep it? Why the yeah. fuck do we keep it? Probably because, as you said, we don't feel like we have the skills to honor that piece of wood that mm-hmm. is kind of precious to us. But what the fuck? There is plenty of wood in the world. We can buy another one. You can find another one. We can find one that looks even better. I've heard it grows on trees. Apparently. And it it renews itself. It's made out of trees.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's... um, I think that it really becomes like a muse. It's more the idea behind it. I understand. I understand. That piece of wood has gotten to a point that I have down there. I take it in my hand. I look at it and and, and it just... Gives me new ideas what I could make.
1: Absolutely, I understand, and it's the and same thing for it, me with I leather. Made
2: something out of it, but then I don't get the inspiration from it anymore.
1: Yeah, but again, I, I have the same same thing with leather. When I go buy some leather, I always buy more because when I touch a piece, I'm like, "Oh, that would be nice if I did that with it," and I have new ideas for the project, and then I store them. I'm busy, I don't make it, but.
2: When I yeah, look looking at the back of your store <laughs> you have that feeling a lot, don't you? I have
1: oh, plenty. <laughs> but I have I have all the ideas in my mind. I just lack the time to, to, to do them. But I'm very happy when I've done them. And even though when I've used the leather, it's not the result that I wanted or it's not a project I intended the, the, the leather to become, I know that I can get more. Mm-hmm. And I will still have the same idea for the same project and the same feeling. Again, oh. that's they 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 breed almost by themselves, pieces of leather <laughs> they, yeah. they, at some point. Um, at
0: an earlier point, they did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but I, I totally get the feeling that you want to kind of respect the, the, the material and I've used it for the right idea when you are in the right mindset with the right skills. But if you that's, don't use it at some point excuse. to make some stuff, yeah, that's an excuse. Because if you yeah. don't use it at some point you will never... Um, reach the the skill level that you are aiming mm-hmm. in order to use that piece of of yeah. wood.
0: And if if I may add on to that, the longer you keep it, the higher is the chance that it will be lost or ruined by something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, extreme example: Andy Burke's shop burned down. Yeah, I'm sure he had a good stash of beautiful wood in that shop. Yeah, and yeah, yeah that's true. The bonds he never never used is never gonna be used because now it's ash.
1: I have. Two two more points yeah. to our conversation. Um, one I will probably forget, but um, th- we all have this this bucket full of, of offcuts, wood offcuts that we keep for the right project because one day we might use it. We never mm. do. And if you are like me, a woodworker, as a hobby, or as a professional, you have the resources to get more wood. So keeping these little fucking bits that you will never use for anything because... They are too small. They are already stained. They are too dirty. They are too hard to work. They not only take space into your workshop, but also in your mind, also in your brain. It keeps you like, oh, I I, I need to use them at some point. No. Why? I get re- I, I got rid uh, one month ago, last month, of two full bags of leather offcuts that I have kept in order to one day use them and make something up about it. And it was just taking space in my shop. The day I got rid of them, it was a relief because I, I didn't feel that I had the obligation to use those scraps of leather for anything. Now, it was like Clean Slab, I can get on with my life. I can start a new project clean and I don't have to use those things that take space in my brain. And they are useless and they have no value so why not get rid of them?
2: There's there's people screaming in agony right now that know I'm exactly sure. what to do with leather scraps. <laughs>
1: I'm sh- I'm sure there is plenty of people who don't agree with me, not only with leather scraps or pieces of wood, but I assure you, if you are if you have ten centimeters ten centimeters of leather or a piece of wood of ten ten centimeters, like oh I, I might need it. Mm-hmm. I bet you. A beer that you will put that into a bucket on a shelf and you won't touch it for a full year. And if you haven't touched something in a full year in the shop, it's not—it's no use to
2: you. you can oh, and the, and the worst thing of it, the second you throw it away, like one day later... Oh, you will need like, it oh, just right after. Yeah, for sure. Exactly Absolutely. I,
0: I would say there's a big difference there, though, whether you are a hobbyist or if you are consuming vast quantities of a material yeah no obviously because like you can't save every single bit of scrap if you are a full-time cabinet maker yeah because that does make sense it will just take too much room and it will take too much time to organize and store
1: that's why i don't keep my leather but i keep yeah. my wood because were
2: you just saying that you got that nice big uh basement in the new shop
1: no i haven't rented that part yet shut up not
2: yet
0: yeah, ah. yet. <laughs> it up. Not yet. yeah. It's welcome. Uh, but it, it's the same with me not keeping every single bit of steel. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, everything that is big enough that I can make into a bottle opener, I keep for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's cleaning day and I toss 90% of it out, except for the really big pieces that I know I will make into dragon tails or something. Mm-hmm. But everything else, it's, as you said, it, it, it clutters the mind as well as a workshop if I and now you,
1: the, your friends that carried all those scrap pieces of steel hate you even more which
0: which is why I one of the things I've been procrastinating this week is I'm going to post in the local Facebook group to say like hey I am moving shop if you need scrap bits of steel
1: <laughs> that's great
0: please that's come cool. pick
1: something up yeah, yeah oh I remember the second point that I Ooh, had this is a great yeah. day yeah uh, mm-hmm. I told you I, I had a good night I slept well. <laughs> Um, sometimes you're just not ready Mm. sometimes you're just not ready to use the thing like uh, as Jan noticed there's plenty of uh, leather behind me that I bought a few weeks ago some is not used yet not only because I don't have the time but I know exactly what I'm gonna use them for I'm not ready to dive into that project yet not because I need more um, skills, because that's something that I I know how to do, I've done it in the past, but I'm not in the right mindset, I don't have the level of excitement or creativity that I need in order to tackle that project that I have in mind and I've been having in mind for a long time. I just need to prep myself in order to just dive into it. So... Give it, letting me having this um, prep time is also essential to my creativity, to, because that's the way I am. That's the way I work. I I need to be very excited to to start a project. If it's an obligation imposed by a client or by myself, it's very different. By a client, it's fine. By myself, uh, it's boring. So I don't want to do it. And chances are I will I will fuck it up. So. I would rather start it when I'm in the right mindset with the excitement in order to just do what I'm supposed to do with it and in the meantime if it's on a shelf in the shop waiting for me that's fine it already has a purpose for me in a way the project is already done I just need to do it okay Okay, yeah makes sense?
0: I mean uh, I think so but there must be some kind of difference between same thing
2: I think about my little (laughs) wooden Wait, that came out wrong. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yes, it you did. But you're keeping it in. <laughs> That's what she said?
0: No, hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I was uh, refraining from that because Red was drinking. But Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I have no such qualms.
2: <laughs> well done, guys.
0: There's also a difference between whether you are uh, doing a project for the 10th time or if it's the first time. Yeah, Like, if absolutely. it's client work and you're making another wallet, mm-hmm. yes, at the point of order, the project is kind of already done because the client said what they wanted, the colors, embossing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know how to do everything. So it is, cu- quote-unquote, kind of done immediately. Mm-hmm. But if they want another set of custom-made armor, mm-hmm. then I guess that would be a lot different.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because you have to redo the pattern and you have to adapt... An, an existing pattern that you already made a few years ago to the client's uh, size, uh, for example, you have to create an entirely new one, and and so you have to, yeah, create start from zero and create everything. But you can't do that in your head. So that's why I, that one of the pieces of of leather that I have will be a map. It's gonna be a leather map mm. in my head. It's done. It's already done. I know exactly all the steps that I need to take in order to uh, go from raw leather into the map that I, I, will, I will be making. And when I'm not sleeping at night, sometimes I, I go through all those steps in my head. Yeah, and, and then
2: you dream about it and then you're like really angry the next day you wake up and the map is not finished
1: <laughs> no i'm not that 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 weird but <laughs> yeah yet yeah. i'm not that <laughs> insane yet no i uh, it, it's a way for me also to to fall asleep when i have insomnia is like i'm making in my mind and it sounds insane probably but it's a the perfect way to relax myself and to just check that the process is okay that I'm not making any mistakes uh, during the project that I will be making the next day or the next week or the next month. So in that way, um, that's why I I say the project is done because I know all the steps. I've reviewed all the steps many times. So if I'm careful and I don't spill a bottle of leather dye on the map... Which you have done. Which I have done. No, wait, was it a chess map? No, it was. Oh, I've I've done it a couple okay, of times on mind. camera and off camera, uh, and that I, 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 now I'm careful because I've done the mistake a mm. few times. So now I'm careful. So if everything goes well, uh, I I I know how to do it, the time it will take, uh, what to be careful about, and what the result will be in a certain measure. I, I can like predict. Uh, with a 80% accuracy, how, what it will look like. And if I'm happy with that, I can start a project. Because I, I hope that the result will exceed my, expen, expen, uh, my uh, expectation. But if I'm not happy with what I have in mind before I start it, I let this uh, process and project mature again a little bit for a week or two or a month or two sometimes you're just not ready to to dive into a big project and taking the time to maybe have the courage also to 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 tackle it sometimes it can be
0: scary to start something new
1: absolutely
2: yeah
0: and that's something to focus on
2: absolutely oh somebody else is doing it
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh i can start uh as previously mentioned, uh, Leonard Hoffman, the blacksmithing lad who is forging a post-vice for his journeymanship, mm-hmm. is fucking amazing and is worth all the attention. And he is, I believe, showing a bit of how he's doing it mm-hmm. if you go a little bit back into his posts, Might be a long while back, but I'll, I'll see if I can bother him to post his new method and his new tooling for it. So that hopefully nice. it'll be a bit earlier on. But my other focus, my real mm-hmm. one that I originally had, is sort of building on the one you had last, time, last week, Jan. The design fella who made all of the terrarium
2: things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Super design. That's
0: the word, yeah. So Matt of Tunkworks, he actually th- sent me this one. And it's Mugen Wong who makes a mini mushroom garden as a diorama. With integrated watering systems.
2: Wow. Oh, that sounds awesome!
0: I've watched a few of his videos, and he's not like only doing like miniature garden terrarium pieces, e- ecosystem things, but he's making a lot of miniatures. And often enough, he combines the two, and it looks really amazing. Nice. So if if that ca- caught your fancy last time, uh, that's a good one for now. Cool.
2: We'll definitely check that out. How about you? <laughs> I have a. Um few things I'm focusing on or like my focus been on this week. Um, Mainly there is going to be new computer game releases and I'm usually not excited about them. Like, not at all?
1: Starfield, Starfield.
2: I'm not even talking about Starfield. Oh,
1: damn. You should.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, Starfield is nice. I've seen that. It is like, how the hell am I going to play all those games? Because Mm -hmm. this is actually getting me excited. Yes, I've been waiting for Starfield for a long time. Uh, But since it's Bethesda, I might wait a while till it's out some of out <laughs> in the box are, yeah um then the next one is uh because i've been looking at city builder place or city planner place city builder um the new city skyline is yeah. gonna come out oh, yeah. and it looks freaking amazing like really really good and the third one is also, um, of course, because there are not enough games, uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. um, exp- uh, expansion is going to come out also in September. And uh, this one gives me the Blade Runner vibes like crazy. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. That, that might eat up a lot of my time. And also uh, the reviews of all of those. I don't know about Starfield, but uh, um, looks amazing. City, and the reviews City skylines and cyberpunk. The reviews from the people like that played it already mm-hmm. are through the roof. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up in the games world.
2: Yeah, I didn't have a lot of time uh, watching any YouTube. I've been basically on ChatLag, like I've been catching up because that one is actually fun. Um, but other than that, I haven't watched a lot, so no, no news there. But the news about the releases of the video games—they make me excited. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Talking about video game, the kiddo just finished uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Wow! Holy <laughs> <laughs> hell! It's official. He's he's done yeah. with it. Uh, but he he started a new game uh, just after that. So my focus of the week is an account on. Instagram, uh, the guy is called Viviano Biagioni. Uh, I believe he's Italian, uh, and he's a sculptor. Sounds very Italian. Yeah, He's a sculptor, and I've, oh. I've already said during the podcast how I how much I admire sculptor because that's something I'm totally unable to do. Uh, but this guy uh, have a very unique style um and he's doing uh, incredible work there is a piece in particular which is the the last very last picture that he posted on on his instagram uh it's not a picture actually it's a small video a short video of uh, a head of a woman with a helmet on um and he's shown the process of of him making it and there is many pieces that go into this this head uh, it's absolutely wonderful, and it's not it doesn't look new. It's it looks very antique, but it's yeah brand brand new. He just made it. He just finished it. So it, it looks the, almost like he painted and weathered it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, it looks like an old stone uh, statue from like two thousand years ago, and it's not. It's pieces of wood who are brand new. Uh, so incredible work. I really like his style. And if you are like me, uh, very impressed by sculpture, uh, go for it. Um, have a look yeah. at his account because there is, some is very very cool stuff. Yeah. Nice. And also, Rick and Morty, uh, the latest latest season is on Netflix, and uh, Black Mirror is also out. The season six uh, has been released today. Oh Netflix damn. yeah and the first episode is already I've, I've only seen the first one uh, and it's already very interesting so have a look nice
0: any last little tiddly bits
1: nope. nope good
0: excellent then if you want to get a hold of us you can do that at two-thirds focused on any of the mostly social places and you can find me at rasmuslewen and lewensmith.no and soon in a new workshop
2: and in two and in two weeks at Chaos Place, I just remembered. Oh, yeah. yeah, as well. Sorry,
1: Red. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And you can find me at <laughs> TheRedSmith or RedSmith everywhere on
2: the internet, more specifically at TheRedSmith.com. And you can find me at Yan Maxwell or NerdInventor on the socials.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for listening.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Have a good week.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.